week on the reality check we break down the last episode of listen to your heart we give you our thoughts on how it ended who won um and what this means going long term we also got news for you on how this show is going to continue in the near future with quarantine and everything this is the reality check my name's john mccabe and let's get rocking Welcome back to episode three of the Reality Check. I'm your host, John, as always. Please feel free to check us out on Instagram at the.realitycheckpod. Um, my personal Instagram, John D. McCabe, for all the latest news in regard to this amazing podcast that we're getting going. Episode three covering the finality of listening to your heart is right now. We're getting right into it. So at the beginning of this episode, Chris Harrison talks about how in the finale, couples will be singing not one but two songs, which is more songs than they've been singing per week every year um and chris harrison also explains that the dates this week have the possibility of um, a fantasy suite which for you bachelor fans know that fantasy suites are a huge deal in having a fantasy suite people are able to uh you know check out their intimacy if you know what i mean by that because it's it's a fairly important part of a relationship and it's also a true staple of all bachelor related um content so um, it's very interesting. So they go into their song assignments, not that important, but what is important is that they spend about 15 to 20 minutes on Matt and Rudy. Matt and Rudy are not the most romantically sound couple. Their performances are great, arguably the best all season, but they're performing. Um, it performing is only half the battle on this show. It's really the other half of it is that love connection that the bachelor is so famous for, depending on who you ask really. But Nevertheless, so they spend 15 to 20 minutes about talking and eventually breaking up because Matt and Rudy are on two completely different relationship levels. I think the issue here is that Rudy was over the moon for Matt, like very much in love, but Matt just wasn't quite there. So the issue there being Matt can't quite get there in a relationship. Um, It was going too fast, and if you're at two different two completely different spots in a relationship um that's going to be an issue so you know as it goes on you know long term we look at can the relationship work and unfortunately the answer the answer for them was no so they have this big fallout about how they want to be friends or perform together or something like that um and the important thing to understand here is that um, they weren't going to work out. So they have this deep chat about the future, whatnot. They all, all the couples end up together in the same room at the hotel. And basically Rudy and Matt are like, hey, we're going to bow out. This is our time. It's just not going to work for us. So um, with that, they leave. So we move into the next phase of the episode, which are the dates for Bree and Chris and Jamie and Trevor, who are the final two couples. Got to take water because that's as authentic as we get here at the Reality Check Podcast. So um, first up, and these aren't like extravagant dates as we've seen in weeks past. They're literally like dinner dates. There really isn't um, much much else to say about them. Um, and so Jamie and Trevor's is first. It's pretty basic but um at the end of the day jamie and trevor's relationship is like a typical bachelor style relationship i was listening to another podcast where the hosts were talking about how the bachelor 
like uh, Jamie would be a great contestant on a regular season of The Bachelor, and I think that's very true. I think she'd do really well. Um, she has that kind of cookie cutter bachelor personality. So, um, because of that, you know, I think she would do really well on that show. And so this was like a very run of the mill dinner fantasy suite type date that her and of course Trevor end up taking advantage of. And, uh, when the doors get closed, the magic gets a rocking. So, um, you can only imagine what happened there. Um, And, you know, they have a very sentimental conversation about how, you know, historically Jamie and Jamie's only 21. I'm 21. So, you know, not a whole lot of relationship experience to draw on. But nevertheless, I think what's important to understand is that, um, you know, Jamie claims that like every relationship she's been in has ended up in her getting cheated on and. Um, at the beginning of this, it kind of talks about how, um, you know, I talk about how Trevor is like up here, like up at this like level in terms of like how he feels about her and Jamie is like kind of significantly lower than that. And it's really unfortunate cause I think they get along really well. Um, but you know, and then they talk about how like there's a very deep musical connection to them. Um, so, you know, they go in the bedroom. Very nice. The next date is Chris and Bree. Now, Chris and Bree, strong couple the whole year, um, the whole season, I should say. And Bree isn't in a rush for it. So ultimately like her and Chris being on the same page with that whole intimacy thing, like they just bypass the fantasy suite altogether. Um, and honestly, I think that's a pretty good move by them. Um, you know, not often, but, you know, they're being honest about things in the long term. So I think it's really cool that they're able to um, recognize that and kind of it does show the real aspect of um, this show and the rare, albeit moments that exist when, um, you know, people are being real and authentic and logical about the longevity of their relationships. So they don't take it. Um, and then the next day, this weird thing happens and, um, I'll tell you first, it's, <coughs> it's a montage of Bree and Chris at the rehearsal rehearsing their songs for the performance that night. And the rehearsals are really off and kind of playing over that interesting choice by the producers was, you know, the morning after from Jamie and Trevor where they're like eating breakfast and they're all like loved up and all this stuff. Um, so it kind of leads the performers to believe or leads the viewers to believe that, you know, something's off between Chris and Bree. And um, that was a very logical explanation, especially given the teases we were um, given by the uh, by like the producers in terms of how um, everything was cut. So I was like crap what's going on like Bree and Chris just aren't there when it when it matters most like I don't know like it was just a very interesting dynamic in terms of what they were trying to do like there was definitely some tension like I don't know um so we get into the performances and the first song I don't I didn't really know Jamie and Trevor's first song but the issue with both of their songs was 
And Tay Diggs, who was one of the judges, go Q's, Q's alum, always got to shout out the orange. Um, but Tay Diggs kind of um, accumulated my thoughts uh, very accurately in that, like, they're really good as individuals, and, like, the song was, like, emotional, and they have a connection, but that kind of emotional love connection kind of overplayed too much into their singing so it kind of had a reverse effect in a way um and you know the songs were good and emotional and kind of showed their connection but they didn't like i wasn't like wow like their songs are like great you know so they were like okay and then brie and chris get up second and you know they go their their first performance was very feelsy as well um and I guess like it kind of their first performance was so good that I was basically like, Hey, they need a, um, like hiccup to whatever, um, the, for the producers to be like, oh, who's going to win? Who's going to win? I don't know. I don't know. So, you know, very interesting choice by the producers got me scared for a little bit. Um, but nevertheless, um, you know, and then they sang Give Me Love by Ed Sheeran, which normally is like a 10-minute song, so I'm glad they didn't make it a full version of the song. But um, it gave me chills. There's this part when the band cuts out, and it's just sort of like their voices, and I was like, oh, my God. That is incredible. So, you know, at that point, they... uh they basically, I was like, Bree and Chris should definitely win. Like, there was never a question for me who should win. Like, it's always been them. And um, better believe it, season one of Listen to Your Heart winners, Bree and Chris, as if people are surprised. Um, honestly, they deserve it. Um, you know, and honestly, to kind of synthesize the whole season before I move into some Bachelor-related news for you. Um, you know, great execution. I think there are little development pieces but now that there's kind of a clear idea of like a plot line for this show i think it'll be kind of better going forward for um the show in future seasons if it's something that um you know the bachelor world decides to pick up on and you know just quickly the bachelor nation judges that they had like the representatives of the bachelor nation were caitlin bristow and Jason Tartik, who were not on the same season of the show. They met um, just in the Bachelor universe, which I think is way cool. Um, Caitlyn is so hot. Like, what? Like, she looked good. And her and Jason look really good together. So, good for them. More power to them. So, you know, in all, great season. I would have liked it to be a little longer. Maybe a little more time at the Bachelor mansion. Um, cause that mansion was really cool that they got for it. So let's see if they use that one in the future, but, um, we're going to get into a little bit of bachelor related news now. So if you just going to drink some more water, cause we're just that authentic. It's a one take wonder here at the reality check. So, all right. So this show's over, which means presently there's no bachelor related content for you to, um, new Bachelor content for you to um, take in for us to comment on. But luckily, ABC came through. They did it. They came through. Starting next week, they will be airing the greatest Bachelor seasons of all time. One season, one night, just the highlights. 
And you know what that means. As long as there's Bachelor content, we're going to have shows. So we're going to do commentate, commentary on those seasons. I'm going to give my thoughts, what should happen. And, you know, this off time should be a great time for us to get in some interviews. I'm going to reach out to, um, you know, friends, Bachelor fanatics, Bachelor contestants maybe. and Because, um, you know, I want to grow this and... Um, it's something that I really enjoy, and I think, you know, it's there's way more to the Bachelor universe than two hours of TV once a week. So, in kind of developing that, I want to be able to um, add more to this. And so, this combined with our Instagram, there's going to be lots of content. So, next week, I don't know what season it's going to be, but we're going to have it for you right here. We're going to have a recap for you right here on the Reality Check on Tuesday morning. Um, in 15 minutes or less, as I promise you every single week. So with that, I'd like to thank you guys for sitting with me for another 15-minute Bachelor Blast on the Reality Check. I already can't wait till next week. We got a lot of good stuff in the works for you. Feel free to drop us a follow on Instagram at the.realitycheckpot um, and check us out on Apple Podcasts. Um, And we will be working to get onto other platforms as well as time goes on. So with that, thank you guys. Have your roses. Drink your rosé. And you guys have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Take it easy, guys.